This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network and across the country, and we welcome in one of the true legends of the sport in Joe Namath. Joe, welcome. How are you? Well, Mike, I'm uh, healthy. The family's healthy, so we can't ask much more than that. And the Jets, have, they're in the hunt. Yeah, finally. Finally, some, a heartbeat and some life from them. But before I get to that, because as someone, and I go back uh, a long time in the NFL, I've always said this. Johnny Unitas made it America's game, and Joe Namath made it America's passion. Uh, you really were someone who transcended sport and helped the enormous explosion of the NFL. And I frankly don't even think you've been given enough credit for it. <laughs> well, you know what? It's uh, still a wee game. Life's a wee game. And, you know, I was a part of a, uh, a couple of uh, areas in the sport of football, you know, man, going back to Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, my high school coach, uh, the college coach, Paul Bear Bryant, and uh, we had the team with the Jets. Uh, we did win one time at World Championship, and uh, it's so competitive and tough uh, in the big leagues, man. But uh, I certainly was, uh, uh, and to this day, thankful that I was a member of the Jets community and playing in the Big Apple, boy. Joe, you've, oh, you're someone who has always talked the game very fluently. You've stayed, you've stayed up on the game. You know what's going on always when anyone talks to you about the game. Any regret that you didn't go into ownership or go into management or go into coaching in the NFL? <laughs> you know, Mike, at this uh, stage in my life, uh, when I look back, there's a lot of things, uh, a lot of do-overs I do and I wish I would have done, you know. Uh, we had, uh, uh, there was a great uh, general manager named Don Klosterman yep. and uh, with the Rams and the Colts and, you know, various teams. And uh, I got a kick out of what he said one day. Football players, sports players, a lot of people use uh, would have, could have, and should have. And Klosterman added, and yeah, buts. You got to eliminate would have, could have, should have, and yeah, buts. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of things when I look back uh, I wish I had done. Uh, I give it some thought, but I'm thankful to God. And every day we're healthy. And uh, I've lived a life that uh, I, you know, I didn't plan um a lot of it, it evolved, and I'm just a thankful dude, man, that uh, has had a lot of help along the way. Well, you've stayed in front of America for forever. Uh, you've always been there. They still see you doing commercials. They've always seen you doing commercials. Before that, doing movies, doing TV shows. You've been there the whole time. Joe Namath's never gone away. 
You know, Mike, uh, thinking about things years ago and still to this day, I'm a believer that uh, for us, most everything starts at home. If you're lucky enough to come from a home that teaches respect and love for others and to teach to work with people the way you want people to work with your family or your friends, uh, you got a shot at getting along. And uh, that's one thing that I learned at home that I always respected and how to treat other people, whether I run into somebody today in the grocery store, at a gas station, wherever, uh, it starts out with respect and listening and, and, and trying to, to make things good for that day or that experience. So, uh, I, I've been lucky, uh, and uh, I'm thankful for that. We're talking with the legendary Joe Namath. Joe, what do you see when you see the modern NFL quarterback? You know, everyone wanted a Joe Namath. Everyone wanted a guy who could throw like you or a Dan Marino, and they wanted that great pocket passer. Now they look for these guys to be able to run, and now they run brazenly. I'm amazed at how much these quarterbacks now they call their number. They run running plays for the quarterbacks. It's amazing what they're doing with these quarterbacks now. Yes, and especially uh, up there at Buffalo with what that guy does when he decides to run, too. Ideally, and I say ideally, you don't need your quarterback running if things are going well, you know. But uh, ideally, if you can get out of there going back to Francis Tarkington or Roger the Dodger stall back and Old Joe Namath himself at Alabama yep. before knee injuries, man. Yeah, you take it upfield. And these guys today, across the board of sports, all sports, they're stronger, they're bigger, they're faster. They have uh, the best teaching going on. Mike, we had Weeby Bank and four coaches. Yep, now they before have 22. Nick Saban left Miami to come to Alabama. He had 28 assistants. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we had two trainers in our locker room, man, all the years. You you can't count the number of trainers and help that the players are getting these days. Again, the players are are marvelous to watch in all sports. And uh, football is still a contact sport. And, uh, boy, the body just wasn't designed. It didn't evolve into an animal that can take every lick that it gets and every fall uh, hitting the ground uh, awkwardly, tearing a shoulder up, you know, getting a that head concussion and all. It, it's awful tough sport. It but is, it especially is on the court. It's hard for these guys to make it through a season. And, you know, it's interesting because you mentioned, and you do a lot, Paul Bear Bryant, the legendary coach at, at Alabama who you played for. I, as a kid, interviewed him once and, he scared the heck out of me when he came in the room because he was intimidating as heck. And I, I was a young kid and I had just gone to work, uh, you know, it, it, on the national level and just out of college. And I got to interview him once and he, it was hard to understand because he grumbled a lot. But uh, I, he, he mentioned the two greatest athletes he ever coached were you and Ozzie Newsom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really... Uh... Uh, appreciated Coach Brian. I loved him, and he he just took care of his players. And uh, when he said that, uh, you know, well, again, that, that's darn flattering. And as a youngster, uh, as a collegiate, uh, 
before uh, before the knee <laughs> the knees uh, uh, torn ligaments and all, I could move around pretty good. And uh, uh, Mike, I, I had fun basketball. I could dunk the damn basketball with two hands. Boy, and you were a good baseball player too, right? And I could go up underneath, you know. I had, and I loved baseball, so I, I could play sports. Uh, I, I do wish to this day I'd have been a better student, a better <laughs> student, and planning the future uh, better when I was in school, the earlier school, whatever. And uh, my parents uh, were workers, you know. We all, myself included, worked uh, uh, every summer. I worked, and uh, my parents were workers. So uh, we didn't get the, the kind of scholastic uh, guidance that you, you'd think uh, we can offer the kids today. So uh, I'm just happy the way life's turned out, especially with uh, uh, our health. And I say our health, uh, my family's health and, and, and uh, our respect with the spirituality, buddy. Uh, well, you've also, you, you know, you're in really good shape. I mean, you, you've kept yourself in, in very, very good shape. You haven't aged much. You really haven't. For someone who had so many knee surgeries and had so many issues when you were a young player, I mean, you're in pretty good shape now. You know, I was always uh, listening to what I was told to do, asked to do by coaches. I was getting coaching uh, uh, a good part of my life, and I talked with our orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Jim Nicholas at the time, who was a dear friend, and I was getting close to uh, stopping to play football, and I asked Dr. Nicholas, uh, well, what do you think, what, what can I do? And he gave me a simple formula that uh, I do to this day. And he first he looked at me, Mike. He said, well, you're going to try and make the Olympics. I said, no, sir, I'm not going to try to make the Olympics. He said, well, this is all you got to do. He said, you get your heart rate above normal and hold it there over 20 minutes, at least four days a week, cardiovascularly, that's going to be good for you. And I got in the habit of swimming. I got in the habit of exercising in ways that my knees don't really come into play. Any jarring on the body uh, irritates the joints, you know, whether it's your neck, your back, your knees, your ankles. So I still, to this day, get at least uh, four days in uh, uh, a week taking care of myself with some humble or uh, exercise and and what another thing is a lady uh, that was a hundred and four years old told me I asked her uh, well you know what do you attribute this to and she just chuckled a bit and she said oh Joey you are what you eat <laughs> that's a good well, that, was, that, that's uh, very good advice I pay attention to what I've been eating for a long time, man. And, and I have a, a desire for simple things, you know, vegetables and certainly fish and all. And, uh, but you are what you eat. And uh, Mary Poppins, you know that movie Mary Poppins? Sure. sure. She came out with a line, Mike, that has stayed with me. And I tell my children and whatever, when she said, enough is as good as a feast. When she was eating, she said that to one of those children, enough is as good as a feast. A lot of people don't know when they've had enough. They're in such a habit of eating everything. 
using the old excuse. Uh, uh, I have a 93-year-old friend who still has to eat everything that's in front of him because when he was growing up, he says, my parents made me eat everything at the table. The Depression, we didn't waste any food. Well, you know, I like Mary Poppins, what she had to say. Try to realize what is enough. You know, why do you go beyond the enough? Uh, and enough is as good as a feast health-wise. So as far as maintaining good health, weight, those kind of things, it's what you eat and how much you eat and maintaining some humble exercise. We're talking with the legendary Joe Namath. Joe, this Jet team, it's vastly improved. They got players. They got players on both sides of the ball. They got a good defense, and they've had to work around the quarterback position Tell me, and the fans would like to hear what you think, tell me what you think of Wilson, what you think of White, and what you've seen from these quarterbacks. Uh, before we do that, I want to tell you what I think of the team. I love what Salah's done, and uh, defensive coordinator as well. These guys are out there playing with the reckless abandon, it seems, man. they got you a know, real good defense. around and doing things. Even last week's game, you know, they were in the damn hunt. They beat themselves. Yep. Uh, one of the things we mentioned, we talked about Coach Brown at Alabama. Uh, the first thing he told us in our first freshman meeting is he going to teach us how to keep from beating yourselves. I'm going to teach you all how to keep from beating yourselves. Well, when you look at that Minnesota game last time, we made so many errors, you know, silly errors. The players know that. The coaches know that when they look at those tapes of the game and even during the game. Uh, they didn't play as good a game as they could have played. And they were right in it there past regulation, you know. So I love what I'm seeing uh, with the defense. And offensively, uh, it was uh, time to make the change to, to White and uh, Salah, you know, Pulled the trigger there and then decided that's what we got to do. And uh, right now, I'm, I'm looking at a better passer by far than what I saw earlier in the year. And I'm looking at, I'm watching his head go from here one, two, three, four. He knows where his secondary, third, fourth receivers are almost instantly. I like the way he's chopping around when the first guy doesn't uh, appear to be open or his first choice. So uh, with the offense uh, picking it up, and of course, Lady Luck with the injuries, you know, we lost some players, but every team does. It, it's a cruel game. It's a tough game. Uh, but I, I really like what I've seen, the change uh, that's taken place in just two short years. I mean, this is, uh, Sal has only been there. That staff's only been there two years. So we're heading in the right direction. No question. They have a really good defense now. Really, really good. What do you, do you see anything that you like? Do you worry? What do you see with Wilson right now? Uh, he needs, uh, he needs, he needs more work, more time. Uh, I, 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 um, even watching early on and, and watching him play the last couple of years, uh, and I know he he knows this too. He needs to improve his passing accuracy. Uh, that's one of the things, and we can all get a little sharper and a little bit better with the right kind of focus and and training. Uh, his footwork, uh, he's got quick feet and he's able to move around well, but I can't get between his ears. You know, I don't know. Uh, I haven't visited with him. What's going on between the ears, uh, whether it's on and off the field, means a whole heck of a lot. 
So, uh, uh, Zach, uh, I hope he's around for a long time. But uh, I, I, I got a feeling that uh, he lost the job and justifiably lost the job because uh, White, uh, I think, is, uh, from what I've seen, displaying better play at that position. And I, I, I don't think any question. Have you watched Daniel Jones enough to make a decision on uh, what about him? Yeah, I like him. I like him. Uh, the people say, yeah, how can you be a Giants fan? Well, I go way back to a guy from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, playing for the Giants, and Joe Walton. <laughs> I was a Giants fan then, and uh, over the years, having so many friends in New York, you know, I know they're split. And, and, uh, I like the Yankees, too, and the Mets, you see. But, uh, yeah, I like Jones. There's no doubt about it. He got a good endorsement early on from the Manning family. And uh, what the Manning family sees in quarterbacks, I, I got to go along with them, too. You know, it, it, it's amazing, you know, uh, the life you've had. You know, I watched that HBO special, and I'm sure everybody else has, too. Uh, Your life has been a storybook. It really has. You know, and you go through all these different uh, all these different. Uh, people you've met and all these different walks of life, going through the movie stuff, going through the nameth men, uh, girls and man or men when you had employment agencies and Bachelor Three and all this, all this stuff. When you when you look back, who's is there? Who's the most interesting person you ever met? Well, first of all, when you mentioned mantle men, nameth girls, I thought of George Lois. Uh, and he was an interesting man. He had an ad agency in New York, you see. And uh, uh, I, I, I've been, you know, I'm fortunate to meet presidents. And, and uh, oh, boy, I, I, you know, I, I, I couldn't dare say, answer you correctly uh, without giving this a lot of thought. <laughs> it, it's been a remor- it really has no been a remarkable was- life, hasn't it? I mean, think about it. I mean, who could have a more interesting life than the one you've led? Well, um, I guess that there's a lot of people out there, you know, that uh, have accomplished far more and, and uh, done more important things that I've done. But as I mentioned earlier, I've got, I've got a couple of daughters and six grandchildren, and we're all healthy. So uh, at this point, uh, and I think for any young people starting out, uh, taking care of your health and, and having your family take care of the health, uh, that, that, that you got to do that. You, you, and like you brought up, you know, uh, physical fitness, trying to, to keep active, paying respect to the instrument. Uh, Mike, when I was studying uh, acting, our, uh, one of the teachers that I had referred to our body and mind as an instrument, your instrument. And uh, that evolved to my way of thinking of physical health, taking care of my instrument. I need to take care of the instrument, do the best I can, whether it's eating, exercise, whatever. Now, eating, we all can can have a dessert. You know, you, you, you can eat some things and uh, enjoy but but taking care of the instruments important uh, for all of us and there are a lot of folks that are so busy they don't think about that no question and, uh, we're creatures of habit man and uh, it, it's probably easier to establish a new habit than to break a bad habit I know I had bad habits like smoking or drinking uh, through the years, and I was able to break those. But to be able to 
uh, establish a new habit and think of it that way, uh, people can change for the better. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention we're talking with the legendary Joan Amos. The foundation and the work you've done with kids and charities and neurological research and all that stuff that you've done, you've done a great job with the foundation and all that stuff. Well, you know, I was lucky with the neurological research, certainly, because I know that I had had uh, many concussions, so I was lucky to get treatment uh, here in Florida, and we, we, we actually saw the brain improve in, in health with the hyperbaric oxygen therapy. But I'd be remiss in not mentioning my loved ones, friends in Brooks Thomas and uh, his wife and Joe Blaney when you mentioned the, the foundation uh, because, once again, I, I look at this life being a team effort. And without those people, without Brooks going back 30 years and then Linda, without Joe helping, you know, life is a team effort. you got to give to others and help others, and you should anyway, and you get back what you put out. You know, you, you have an interesting perspective that, you know, no, not many people, and I don't know if young fans listening to this have any idea. I mean, you were like the Beatles. I mean, you were like a rock star. I mean, you were like Mick Jagger. You were that, you were that big. You lived through that kind of celebrity. Not a lot of people do. I mean, and you seem very normal now, but that had to be a crazy time in your life. You know what? Uh, you're right, and you, when you mentioned the Beatles, Paul McCartney and his wife, uh, had the honor of visiting with the football game, of course, you know, one of the Super Bowls, and my daughter Jessica was with me. And uh, whenever I introduced her to, to Paul and his wife, Jessica looked at him, and what a reaction. Just froze. Tears came to her eyes. You know, it, it was just that it was so nice to meet them. And, of course, they're, they're two wonderful people. Uh, but meeting people in, in life, uh, uh, again, it, it, you treat them the way you want those others to treat your family and you treat them with respect. And uh, I've just Jimmy Carter, my God, you know, the kind of guy he was. His mother was a football fan. <laughs> she told me, you know, we could go on, Mike. And uh, uh, again, I, I'm honest to God, thankful. And uh you got to keep keep on trying to improve. You like where the league is now? You like where the NFL is now? It's such great playing uh, football. Is what a fast sport it is, and the the players that make it to that level uh, have been lucky enough not to get injured severely uh, and severely. Uh, you know, they, they, they uh, boy. Uh, anyway, but they work so darn hard. Even in high school and college, you see these guys working every day or four days, five days a week in the weight room, man, uh, watching what they're eating. Uh, it, it's sports, it, it's not easy. It's not tough. I mean, it's tough. It, it, it's not uh, something you just fall into. And uh, uh, you make a goal or you dream of something and you can make that dream come true. And keep trying. I'm just talking to people out there that might listen. Uh, if they've got a dream and their heart's set on something, just keep trying, man. Keep trying and don't let anyone tell you you can't do it if you are determined to do it. Isn't it amazing? You know, you, you really 
helped put the Super Bowl on the map. I mean, that game and the parity finally between the leagues, uh, what your Jets accomplished, what the Chiefs accomplished the year after to make everyone realize it was real, uh, and everything else. I mean, but also the, the growth of the league at that time. I mean, it was extraordinary how one game, you know, and I know you grew up as a Johnny Unitas fan, and, you know, the games he played in that changed the sport, like the great game against the Giants. There's a couple of games, and we, Eubank, I always said, coached in the two biggest games in the history of the sport, one with Johnny Unitas, one with you. Johnny Unitas was obviously on the other side and the other one. But those games changed football. I mean, and that Super Bowl, your life changed with that game. I mean, and your life was so extraordinary anyway, but your life really probably changed remarkably with that win. Well, it did for a lot of folks, uh, myself included, but the, and, and the Kansas City Chiefs the following yep. season yep. winning that. And that enabled the AFL and the NFL to go in on equal ground. And winning easy. The and win, and won they the won first, easy. They won the first two championship yep. games, and we in Kansas City won the next two. Yep. And, then, you know, we merged. But I got a picture hanging up in my exercise room, Mike, of Weeby Bank standing in Shea Stadium, an empty Shea Stadium with his top coat on and snow all around the ground. Weeb standing there with his right arm raised with the number one up there and with the left arm raised with his number one up there. He is the only coach to win the world championship in the two professional football leagues. Great honor. <laughs> it's a great honor. You know, he doesn't get mentioned enough when they talk about the great coaches. He doesn't get mentioned enough. Yeah, well, you know, he, he's that kind of guy uh, that he understands. He, he was, uh, uh, God, I never heard him say a curse word. I, I never saw him lose his cool uh, uh, well, he'd get a little flustered with me sometimes, but <laughs> we learned to love Weeb. Uh, Don Maynard would tell you that, uh, well, you never had to negotiate with Weeb, Joe. Weeb we was also the general manager, and he was closer than nine is to ten when it came to numbers, you see. <laughs> so uh, some of the guys had a tough time with Weeb, but uh, I thank God that uh, he was one of my coaches. Do you watch? Do you watch a lot of football? It seems like you do. You seem very much up on it. Do you watch it every week? Yes, I watch the Crimson Tide uh, as much as I can. I watch other colleges uh, play football. Uh, I, I haven't been to the high school games recently, but uh, I do watch uh, the college game as well as the pro sports game. Unless the you know, I watch the Jets. I don't watch every pro football game that's on when they're on. I might watch flashes of it and all, but uh, I watch the Jets religiously and uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Well, listen, I appreciate a couple of minutes. I'm glad to hear you're doing well. I see you on that commercial all the time. It's on every day. I see it everywhere. So I see it on CNBC. I see it on all the different channels. So we still see you on TV, you know, uh, every day, and you're looking good. So I appreciate a couple of minutes. Uh, happy holidays to you and your family, and uh, keep going well. Well, thank you, Mike, and it's always a treat to visit with you, buddy. And go Jets! J -E thank you, Joe. Yes. Thanks very much. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. 
Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan. And you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.